forever. Dog. Hi, Anna. Hi, Andrew. Hey, everybody else. And welcome to our podcast, Scary, Scary Stories, Stories to, to Tell, tell on, on the Pod. pod. We did it's okay. It's a podcast. We did okay, yeah, honestly. That wasn't bad. We did okay. We didn't say anything that doesn't that isn't covered by the First Amendment. <laughs> um, we nailed it. We nailed um, it. I don't know what else to say, guys. It's a podcast about ghosts. You get we it. read scary stories. You feel spooked. I feel spooked. Andrew feels spooked. Horribly. Horribly um, spooked. And on Wednesdays, as hopefully you know by now, we do urban legisodes. We and, simply do. And baby, that is what today is. Today is a Wednesday, so it's time for an urban legisode. Mm-hmm. And it's um, Anna's turn. It's my damn turn. Everyone, my damn turn. <laughs> oh, it's my turn to be stars. <laughs> that makes me think of our friend Annie Tip once noted that um, 80% of musicals contain a song that sounds just like this. Here I am in the big, big city, the building's so tall. Here I am in the big, big city, can I do it all? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's I know that song. <laughs> that's really good. I love that. I saw on Twitter someone did a how uh, boys in musical theater run off stage. Oh, my God. That's guy, so good. Did you see that? He was holding a guitar case and it's like a skip and then like a sideways run where you make yourself flat like you're between two windows. <laughs> I know they do. the They do like multiples. There's one of like how straight men bow at the end of a play, which is also really good. <laughs> Like quick bow up, head up, like kind of like showing athleticism via your neck movements. Um, yeah, that's really yeah, good. They're great. They're really, really great. <laughs> um, so, okay. so yeah, so you have an urban legend and you said you're excited about it, which makes me very excited. I'm excited about this. Uh, it's an urban legend that I've thought about since we started the show and when we were like structuring okay this is when we'll do that and like we'll do this day and that day we'll do different this was one of the things i was thinking about when we were starting the urban legisode um and it is from a tiny book that i purchased at the checkout counter of a Wallbaum's grocery store on long island <laughs> in apparently the year 2000 is when this book was made it's called micromags um it cost a dollar 59 perfect um and it's called more spooky tales Ghosts, phantoms, dot, 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 ampersand things that go bump in the night, exclamation point. And the cover is half of a skull with a green eye in it. And he's smiling because he's spooky and he know it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I guess this is the second in a series. I only have this one, Um, but it's it's exactly the size of a postcard. Um, Oh, I like that. And just to read quickly from the back of it. By popular demand, here's 18 more of the spookiest, truly spooky tales you're likely to read. The spookiest, truly spooky. (laughs) The spookiest, truly spooky tales. I guess the first one is called truly spooky tales. Oh, I see. And the you're likely to read means like it's probably the spookiest you'll ever read. I read it as like, maybe you'll read it. Yeah, don't. I mean, (laughs) don't take me to court over it. But chances Um, are. 
Oh, yeah. I remember reading this uh, in the bath, which was a very <gasps> popular place for me to read. Wow. Um, risky. Very risky, uh, but worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like a cheesy ad. Should I read the cheesy ads before or after the stories? Oh, I think I think start. I think before I like that. Okay, great. Um, the the inside of the front cover, all caps, gain mystic powers. <gasps> Thanks to the ancients of the distant past, now you can thrill. Now you can thrill to us to sudden wealth and everlasting happiness. Oh, only nine ninety five, a hundred percent guaranteed. Um, this is a ring that comes in a pouch. <laughs> um, did the ancients of old know the secrets to getting all their wishes granted? Yes. <laughs> what? What? When is old? This day, so this is not like a scholastic book. Um, no, this okay. is a a book that is tricking you. Um, today, over one million people of all ages are making their dreams come true. This is why we want to rush you the university tested five step mystic powers of the ancient system plus your very own personal talisman, oh. which is the ring, I guess. Wow! See astonishing results in your life in only three days. Um, <laughs> Continued use brings you untold wealth, romance, love, a life filled with joy, banish loneliness, even destroy enemies. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Careful. Enjoy, enjoy good luck every day of your life. Hurry while the special offer lasts. Send $9.95 plus $2 for postage handling today for your complete kit. Um, 30-day money-back guarantee, which is not bad. No, that's um, really good. And then this is in Brooklyn. Oh, Wanda my God. Products. <gasps> And it says our 36th year of empowering people. I do want to quickly Google what is Wanda products. It's W O N D A, like Wanda. Oh, okay. I was hoping that it was. I was hoping that it was a name, and that this was just (laughs) a scam artist named Wanda. And then they were like, "What's your business?" And she was like, "Wanda, Wanda products." I'm I'm Wanda products, (laughs) and today we're gonna unleash the mysteries of old. You're gonna love this scam. You're going to love the scam. I guarantee it. I mean, real. Um, it does not appear to be in business anymore. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Wow. Um, I, I'm I was so susceptible to those like those ads. I, I used to get like occasionally old comic books and there'd be stuff in the back there that's like talk to animals like grow eight <laughs> inch. You know, I'd be like, oh, my God, what am I what am I doing? Not doing this, you know, like. Oh, you know what? I just looked up their address and this is the uh, it's where the Weekly World News used to be headquartered. Oh, that makes all a lot of sense. Wow. Wow. I love. I... Um, yeah. And then the back cover is more psychic ads like Mother Love. <gasps> who looks very nice. Oh, the psychic's name is Mother Love. I thought it was yes. an ad for Mother Love. <laughs> Mother Love. Nine ninety five dollars. And we force her. <laughs> no <laughs> refunds. Um, Mother Love and then um, Kenny Kingston. Okay. I don't know. It's a lot of psychics. They do accept MasterCard and Visa. Mother Love also accepts Discover and American Express, which is <laughs> compelling. Um, wow. Okay, great. So okay. The, the the real bangerang, I'm going to start with the bangerang and then I'll give you another follow up. Great. Um, this one, I can't stop thinking about it. Every single day of my life, I've thought about this story. Oh, my God. It's very short. Title is Sexy Lucy's One Night Stand, M Dash, with a ghost. <laughs> okay, I'm very ready. Okay. Provocative Allie McBeal co star Lucy Lou. Oh, <laughs> well, provocative. Well, provocative or female? 
um, <laughs> will never forget her hottest one night stand because it was with a ghost. What? Lou. <laughs> Lou, who plays sexy ice queen Ling Wu in the hit series, recalls with shivers the spooky night of passion she spent with a passionate spirit. I have notes. Oh, <laughs> God, this is like this is like a fourth grade answer to a bonus question that the teacher would be like, I'm giving you half credit. Let's diversify our glossary a bit. Uh, Yeah, it's it feels like a Spanish class thing. Yeah, that's a problem. I couldn't believe how sexy the sex was when sex happens. <laughs> get ready to get sexy. OK, I love I love that you guys use the word sex like we did in the assignment. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have assigned that assignment. Um, Okay, so, um, quote, I was in college. I was sleeping on my futon on the floor, and some sort of spirit came down from God knows where and made love to me. She confessed to Star Magazine. It was sheer bliss. Then he floated away. I've never had such an intimate relationship. Oh, no, Lucy. (laughs) That makes me, I feel bad about that for her. I know. Somebody fuck her better. Please. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. So oh these are God. what I love about that. This is such a great twist on an urban legend. It's just these are like <laughs> stories that stars have told, like grocery store rags. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh um, my God. Also, they left out a part. Okay. So I, I found it up on the internet she gave this to us weekly not star magazine they left out the part it was sheer bliss i felt everything i climaxed (gasps) then he floated away they left out they left out that she finished and i think that's rude i think that's rude too why was that so obscene i don't know they also used an m dash instead of an ellipsis which is a problem i i don't know why Um, i i know you said it was for like uh star what was it what was it not star magazine us Weekly. Us Weekly. But I keep imagining it was like a Nickelodeon Kids Choice Award red carpet. And a kid was like, like, what's the spookiest thing that ever happened to you? And like, just that exact <laughs> it answer. It was sheer response. bliss. <laughs> <laughs> he made love to me. And then she's like, I'm ready to get slimed. Um, uh, I already got slimed. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, come on. Let me. Wow. Um, I'm not done yet. Okay, great. The sexy nighttime phantom, says Lucy, has since become her personal guardian angel. It watches over me. Isn't that weird? That's she weird. Asks. You don't you don't make a one night stand. You don't make a one night stand your personal protector. Especially he just descended on her. Isn't that weird? <laughs> wait, is that wait, that wasn't you? That was in the writing? That was in the writing. Oh. No, that's that's what Lucy Lou said. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yes, Lucy. <laughs> Isn't that weird? That's wow. Stars are really Kevin. are just like us. They really are. Because I feel like I've had this exact conversation with someone whose name I was a lot like if you're a loud party and someone introduces themselves and you don't really hear their name and then suddenly they're telling you about the time they had sex with the ghost and you're like, well, how did we get here? But I don't know really know anyone else at this party, you know? Yeah. That's... But it, it all makes sense in the end. <laughs> Wow, I um, eager to know the follow up to this. What this was two thousand. This is two thousand. Okay, so the full quote from Us Magazine. Okay. Um, I was yeah, blah, blah, blah. it was almost like what might have happened to Mary. That's how it felt. 
Lucy. <laughs> Something came down and touched me and now it watches over me. <laughs> Lucy as a friend. It, just the things that like the quote, the things that were taken out of it is that she climaxed and that she compared it to um, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> that feels very right. <laughs> Which those are the things that would be edited out for like broadcast television. <laughs> So she hated it and it wasn't religious. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God, Lucy. I'm Lucy Lou. I find this very compelling, I have to say. I just I wouldn't expect it from Lucy. I know. It sounds like the kind of thing you say when you're twenty four that later someone at a party is like, Yeah, I remember you saying this to me, and you're like, Oh my god. Yeah. Oh that's what I would say for attention. It's further back then. I really feel for her, too, because I, I God only knows in the event that ever I'm in a situation where people are interviewing me, I will like what <laughs> will I say that will be completely insane? You know, like, oh, I, infinite, an infinite number of things. Um, Yeah, that's my hope. Yeah. Um, oh. So that's really good for me. And I do like that she experienced this. Um <laughs> Okay, great. So, great. So, this is another celebrity ghost story from this book. Okay. Van Gogh Ghost Ruined Actors Film, which that title sounds like a um, vocal warm up. Van Gogh Ghost Ruined Actors Film. Yeah, that's it. The Quick Brown Fox Ruined the Actors Film. <laughs> um, okay. TV star Leonard Nimoy got the shock of his life when he visited Vincent Van Gogh's apartment to film a documentary and was confronted by the angry spirit of the dead artist. The former Star Trek celebrity said... Uh, mm. Former celebrity. That's weird. Rude. He, he maintained Rude. relevance all throughout his life. Yeah. Yes. Said he knew something was wrong the moment he stepped into the small apartment in France where Van Gogh killed himself. Wait, am I stupid for not knowing Van Gogh killed himself? Um, No, no. I, 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 th- <laughs> I don't think that's stupid. I had to paint you into a corner. No, no, I don't think that's stupid. But yeah, he killed Thank himself. You. He uh, the, he like his whole thing is that he never saw any of his success. Like, right? You know, I know that he died. I think I like sort of put that in with. Um, <laughs> I I know he's dead. He's not still he's like running somewhere. Yeah, kill my ass. <laughs> um, I think I just lumped him in with Edgar Allan Poe. Sure. Um, yeah, who was also who just like died sadly. Yeah inevitable um yeah um quote i felt an overpowering spiritual presence the moment i stepped in the door recalled tv's mr spock to the (laughs) national Enquirer. you know what at this point we know you're talking about leonard nimoy you can just say nimoy right we get it we get it we're not gonna be like oh that's who he was in star trek there's so far there's two people in this story and one's dead right so we know who's talking um well i guess now they're both gone um Oh, it's sad. Together uh, at last. Together. Uh, when he edited the film the following day, he got yet another surprise. Quote, the footage we shot in Van Gogh's room was so badly damaged, it was a total write-off, griped Nimoy. Wow. There was no reason for the film to have spoiled, and no one could come up with an explanation for it. Vincent obviously had not wanted us to film in his room, and somehow, from beyond the grave, he managed to find a way to stop us. Or it's like, this is what happened when actors are directors. Right. Being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
that would be honestly, and that's your like um, when like New York Magazine has like quotables, like what what if celeb said this week? That's yours. <laughs> oh, I got canceled. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> that's really good. Um, yeah, I, I oh, it's kind of a bummer to think of Vincent Van Gogh being a ghost. I don't like thinking of famous people as ghosts. Also, like to not call it Vincent Van Ghost is just a waste. I know. Come on. I, but Anna, don't feel bad about not knowing that he killed himself because I had I was working with patently wrong information because in sixth grade we did this thing where like each of us had to be an artist and come in and be them and like tell about their lives. And this girl in my sixth grade class, Amy, must have just read nothing but fully committed to the bit and just told all wrong information. And it wasn't until much later in my life that I realized that she had made virtually all of it up. Oh my god. Yeah, she said she, she said she Vincent Van Gogh's ear was bitten off by his gay lover. <laughs> <laughs> and and also that Vincent Van Gogh's hair was uh black and that he um part of what made him sad and depressed and uh mentally ill was that he used a dye that um went through his scalp and affected his brain to turn his hair red because he thought it would look better in paintings. Did she make this all up? Uh, she must have made it all up. Like which I'm kind of like that's a brilliant move. I can't imagine that this would be a misunderstanding because virtually everything was wrong. But also to my 6th grade English teacher, I'm sort of like Mrs. Amity, like come on. <laughs> Did like no intervention here, you know? Oh my god. Yeah, so that's yeah. I think that's great. I want her to teach a class. I would take it. Yeah, no, she was uh she was a real character. Um Not enough colleges are teaching classes that are entirely false information that's known to be false. <laughs> yeah, I sometimes I felt that way as a teacher. Sometimes I was like, "Oh god. <laughs> Am I sending people um, out into an industry in which there's just no hope?" And the answer Yes. Was yes. I find it to be um, amoral or immoral. <laughs> I, I I prefer amoral because then it's just like nothing is anything. We're all just making a buck. Oh, yeah. Um, um, I just found the Leonard Nimoy Van Gogh. Doc? It's a one-man show. He does a one-man show. Whoa. So he's come out. He's dressed like Van Gogh. Okay. It's a play? Last week. Oh. When we buried my brother, there was so much that I wanted to say. And I couldn't do it, you see. I simply couldn't speak. I didn't express myself. It's been a burden on my heart ever since. My gay lover bit my ear off. So, <laughs> thank you for coming. Also, his hair is black in this because he's Leonard Nimoy. Oh, wow. Maybe, maybe it's all kind of based in that. Wow. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, he's playing his brother. Oh, that makes much more sense. Okay. Sorry, Leonard. And sorry, Vincent. Um, you know he's that it's playing Kevin Van Gogh. Something something that Amy did get right is she said that it's pronounced Van Gogh. Which I'm not is, doing that. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's like I'm not when doing that. it's like if you're from if you're from Hawaii, I get saying like Hawaii, but it's like if you're, you know, plain Jane me from, you know, wherever, I'm like, let's not put on airs. This is what I'm saying. It's the same thing for the Melbourne. Don't say Melbourne. <laughs> I Don't know. say it. And yeah, I know, I know. 
<laughs> Grow up. What's the one? And it's it's not Toronto. It's Toronto. 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 Yeah. Toronto. I think it's like a two syllable thing. Oh wow. Toronto. <laughs> um, um, these are great. Man, oh, I love man. I love these celeb ghost stories. There's that whole show, which is a great, which is a, a gold mine for us. Oh yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I always love it because it's like celebrities who you're like, oh yeah, it's like Sally Struthers and like Laura from Family Matters. Like it's like all really funny people who you're like, I sure I'll listen to them talk about a ghost. Yeah, you actually gotta. Um, <laughs> I could read another yeah, celeb ghost story. Let's do one book. more. Let's do one more. Okay, this one's a little longer, so I'll try to okay. power through. Okay, this is chapter 11, Rosalind Carter's ghost. Long Ros- before former Rosalind, Rosalind, Rosalind? Is it uh, Jimmy um, Carter's? No, that's... Um, listen to the story. Sorry, 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 sorry. Let a woman speak. <laughs> awful. Just awful. Um, long before former President Jimmy Carter reported surviving a terrifying attack by a vicious rabbit. What? Uh, is that a thing? I've never heard of that. We'll find out later. Yeah. His wife, Rosalind, had figured out how to handle a fearsome ghost in the house the family occupied during their pre-White House days. She was already the first lady when she told Good Housekeeping magazine about the family's eerie experiences in a haunted house in Plains, Georgia. Even before Mrs. Carter and her family moved into the 19th century plantation-style wood frame house, she knew it was haunted. The Carters and their three sons moved there in 1956, before the birth of their daughter, Amy, who later lived with them in the White House. The future first lady had known about the spook since she was a girl. She and her best friend, Jimmy's sister, Ruth Carter Stapleton, oh. recalled that they went to great pains to avoid walking past the haunted house um, when they traveled back and forth visiting each other. The girls, about 11 years old at that time, went uh, were so scared by the ominous reputation of the old home that they usually took the long way around, scaling or descending a steep incline of watching the blah, 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 going through the woods, a scary house. Um, okay. Uh, most of the supernatural phenomena in the ancient antebellum house occurred in the large front room. Inez Laster, who worked as a cook there during the 1950s, vividly remembers some of her experience with the ghost. Um, sometimes when she was in that large front room, she heard knocks on the door moments before it opened, before it began opening and shutting, apparently by itself, she said. <gasps> Gliding from cemetery. This is a heading. Then she would hear the sound of footsteps and see a woman garbed in a long. There's no reason to start a new paragraph. No. And I also hate the word garbed. I, you can't do garbed. I don't remember saying garbed. Did I just say garbed? You did. (laughs) Feels like so long ago. (laughs) She was garbed. I don't know how else to put it. She was garbed. I don't know. She was garbing. Uh, She garbed. (laughs) Her garb was garbed as a garb in a long white dress, carrying a light and gliding quietly toward the house from a nearby cemetery. According to the cook's chilling account, a Dr. Wise, who was her employer, also saw the scary phantom. But the practical doctor tried to shake off the experience as more imagination than reality. Classic. Classic doctor. Nevertheless, one time he tried to speak to the wraith, whereupon she suddenly vanished or uh, same thing happened with a ghostly white dog. Hey. hey, hi, it's my dog. Um, which sometimes approached people on the front porch of the house. The dog wouldn't seem to be especially frightening until someone reached down to pet it. Then it would vanish. Oh. I would hate that if I went to pet a dog and it wasn't there. That would piss me off. I know. Then what's the point? I need the payoff. <laughs> um, I bent over for Carter, this. 
Uh, all the way down to here for nothing. <laughs> um, okay, so the Carters are in the house. They hear an ungodly crash in the living room. They go into the room to see if a window is slammed shut. The window is still wide open. A tiny secret room discovered by the Carter boys while they were playing in the attic one day seemed to pinpoint the reason for the haunting. No, no, no. The Carter boys, they found a room. Ugh, and that's scary. The shallow hidden compartment, which was just about the right size for three men to hide in if they were lying down. It's a weird way to size that. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. I know how the, I know, I know the rough size of this. I got the, I got the gist. Yeah. The, what is this? Um, the room from Bed by the Window? Yeah. Call back. Maybe it is. Um, was directly above the haunted living room. Uh, but that was the only clue and the mystery remained unsolved. Jimmy was Georgia's governor in the summer of 1973 when his wife and several friends decided to return to the old house um, to see whether they could unravel the secrets. The, uh, they went upstairs. They found a second secret room built into the attic floor on oh. the other side of the house. Uh, oh. There were several possible explanations for the hiding places ranging from fear of Indians to a refuge for Confederate soldiers to a place for concealing escapees from the notorious Southern Civil War prison at Andersonville. Oh, I was hoping... Those are only... Th- oh. What do you say? I, uh, I, I, should, I should not have thought this because it gives people too much benefit of the doubt, but I was like, maybe they were part of the Underground Railroad. And it's like, no, they were hiding Confederate soldiers. <laughs> like, okay, great. Yeah, they were hiding like... Hiding um, from indigenous people. Yeah. <laughs> They were hiding from their Jewish neighbors because uh, they didn't want to be asked to turn on the oven on the Sabbath. An Irishman was choking on the sidewalk outside their home and they were like, <laughs> everyone into the secret room. <laughs> An Italian boy was singing a folk song. <laughs> Disgusting. Here I am in the big, big city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, folk song. <laughs> Oh, my God. Annie Tip is so good. Love Annie Tip. Um, But those are only theories and the mystery of the haunted house once occupied by an American president to be and his first lady in waiting remains a mystery to this day. Wow. I mean, so the only thing that actually happened to them is that they heard a window slam shut and they found a weird compartment. Yeah. And the The rest of this is hearsay. Right. The cook from the past saw a gliding lady and a ghost dog. Um, Yeah. I'm really, I'm more intrigued by Jimmy Carter getting attacked by a rabbit. Yeah, let me look that up. Uh, can rabbits get rabies? They must. Um, Yes, they can. I don't think they tend to. Yeah. Um, oh. Like raccoons don't really have them. Okay, oh, that's right. See. Yeah, raccoons are wild. But bats do. Here we go. Mm. Hold on, I found it. Oh, it's a Chrissy Teigen ad. <laughs> I'm muting it. Sorry, Chrissy. As told by Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> Hold on. I bet Chrissy Almost Teigen there. has ghost stories. She see, she feels oh. like someone who'd be like lousy with ghost stories. She's on board. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hold on. Well, killer rabbit. Supposedly you were in a... Georgia, out of attention at the time. Of course, this is before cable news, it's before blogs, and it was the story of the so-called killer rabbit. Supposedly, you were in a boat on vacation in Georgia, and a, a, a somewhat crazed rabbit uh, attacked the boat. <gasps> was, how much truth was there in that? Well, it, the, ba- the basic story was true that Jody Powell told, but I don't know what Jody told, you know, in the middle of a, of a night in a, in a bar after a lot of drinking had gone on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. animals, you know, wild 
rabbits, wild squirrels, raccoons, foxes, and so forth, all of them know how to swim. Otherwise, they couldn't go from one place to another and cross a creek. So I was fishing one afternoon, and Jody was there, and a rabbit was being chased by hounds. There's a picture. And swam toward my boat. When he got almost there, I, I splashed some water with a, with a paddle, and, and the rabbit turned and went on and, and crawled out on the other side. And there was nothing to it at all. But when Jody told it to his fellow, yes. you know, drinkers, it, it became a, a very humorous and... and uh, and, and, and still lasting story. Here yeah. it is 35 years later. Yeah, I'm asking you about it. Huge burn. Wow. A lot of cartoons. But, but it was nothing to it. By the, by the way, after that, a lot of people that had uh, tame bunny rabbits uh, threw them in a swimming pools and so forth oh. around the nation and wrote me and said that, that rabbit could swim too. <gasps> okay. No. This is in 2010. Uh, Howard Kurtz asked Jimmy about the... Wow. It's uh, so... Like, Jimmy Carter is such a good person who just really can take the fun out of anything. <laughs> Like he can't. He's like, oh yeah, I guess there was a fun story, except my friends are drunk. <laughs> and then to be like, and by the way, that resulted in uh, many people throwing their tame rabbits and nearly drowning them in their swimming pools. Like, oh, and God. they said they could swim too. Please don't. Like, oh, oh boy, oh boy. Also, just it's so it's so fun that we had a president who sounded like that. <laughs> I know. You know. And I miss it. And that he um. And that he just offhand is like, you might not know this, but any animal can swim. Otherwise, how do you think they get from place to place? And I'm like, by running and flying? Like, I don't know. I I assume not a lot of squirrels are swimming across rivers. Like They are. <laughs> they are? They can. <laughs> when the squirrel fell into my swimming pool while I was swimming in it, it was in an abject panic. I can't imagine. And that's like no current. I can't imagine. Yeah, this. but that's that's their baseline, though. They're panicking. Yeah. And also, that's a Florida um, squirrel. A, a, a Florida squirrel. <laughs> Can squirrels swim? Let's see. The answer is yes. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they can. Oh, and there's a very cute picture. <laughs> I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold it up to the FaceTime. Can you see? <laughs> oh, well, let's see. So hold on. Sorry. Uh, let me see. I can't see it. I can see you. Okay, there we go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Wait, hold on. Oh, that's that looks like a a varmint. It looks like a. It's so weird that its tail is out of the water. I well, it's because it's so puffy. It hasn't gotten all the water in it yet. Wow. Okay, that's good. Good for them. We love. Look at this guy. Oh yeah. Oh that. He looks like he's up to something. He's up to something. <laughs> Little friend. Wow, Anna. This oh, book. We love that. This book is a gold mine. I can't wait to draw this more from book. it. This book is full of it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Celebrity ghost stories. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so excited to do more of these. Um, Please send us in your celebrity ghost stories. If you're a celebrity or if you know a celebrity ghost story. Yeah. If you've seen a celebrity see a ghost, us. that would be huge. <laughs> if you are a ghost and you've seen a celebrity, <laughs> let us know about your celebrity sighting. I was hiding in a wardrobe and Marissa Tomei opened it and I said boo. And she <laughs> like, and she was really nice. <laughs> Yeah. She was actually really nice. Yeah, she. you know what? She got us Italian rainbow cookies. Everybody, every ghost in the house, she didn't have to do that. <laughs> she got a coffee cart for everyone on set. <laughs> that must have told me she's very nice. Um, yeah, I oh, do I, I do love a celeb ghost story. And hope I don't know, hopefully we'll have some more guests on. Let us know if you want us to have more guests to tell their ghost stories. Please. That'd be very fun. Um, um, please... Uh, Please send us your uh, 
urban legisodes. If something spooky happened in your house, mm-hmm. if someone has told you their um, true ghost story, oh. if you, I, that's I love secondhand real ghost stories. Yeah, some like oh. this didn't happen to me, but someone else. I, that and it's such a great basis for like telling other because then you don't you don't run into the residual thing of like, oh, is this person lying to me? Is that uncomfortable? And then also like I find it so exhausting when someone's like asking too many logistical questions about a ghost story that's just been told. I'm like, let's just sit with it, you know. Um, yeah. Oh, we got some really good ones to our Instagram, uh, which I'll, which I might share next week for my Urban Legisode. Um, Ooh, and yeah, as a reminder, great. you can follow us on Instagram or Twitter at ScaryStory underscore pod. Um, and, and thank yeah, you for send, all of your reviews and all that stuff. Please we keep so doing appreciate that. it. Yeah, it's such a treat. And we, yeah, we love hearing about the stuff you guys like. We've been, we've been hearing a lot of relief. Uh, we asked if anyone liked the Urban Legisode episodes and people really do. So that's good to know. We'll keep doing those. Um, oh, before yeah. we go, Anna, it's time yes. for our favorite segment. Spooky, Spooky ideas, ideas for things, for that, things could that could happen. It's shifting and I respect it, have that. Have we landed on spooky? I thought have, it was Have we scary. landed on spooky or scary? Oh, okay. Then, yeah. That you originated it. Let's keep it with scary. That's good. I think it's scary. Um, do you have one? Okay, scary. Um, That's good. Scary. Uh, I could... Do you have one? I, Let's I keep could, asking I each other start. if I they have start. one. Okay. You are visiting a horse stable. And you remember that horses love apples. So you thought ahead, you brought an apple, and you go up to this beautiful brown horse with white spots, and you extend the apple, and it bites into the apple, and like a deep red inky looking liquid pours out of the horse's mouth as it chews. Uh. And then the horse goes, ugh, am I bleeding? That could that happen. Could happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. That one really got away from me. But, you know, we don't pre-plan these things, so deal with it. Yeah, you actually got to deal with it. <laughs> um, okay. Okay, here's mine. You go home for the holidays. And it's late at night and you go to your childhood bedroom and put your stuff down. And when you turn on the light, it's pitch black. So it's dark outside, it's dark inside. Your parents are asleep Mm -hmm. and you go to turn on the light, but it's not on the light switch on the wall. You have to go turn it on at the lamp itself. And when you switch on the lamp, you see the electrical socket on the wall two little tentacles are wandering out and then when they see you they slip back in that could happen happen. oh that's really scary anna it's scary think about it i don't like that oh there's a youtube video somewhere of um a little rat tail coming out of a an electrical socket (laughs) i love that (laughs) i I want to find it i don't know yeah it was in one of those like you know, when there's like 40 minutes of sweet vines that I watch before I die, like 
It was in one of those, and it's so short, and I just was so shocked to see it. I think it also involves, like, they take the socket off, and then there's no electrical anything. It's just, like, a hole in the wall. Um, so I don't know how that happened. Oh, my God. I love this segment. Can't give a rat. Oh, it's stuck. Oh, did you find it? Um, I found one where the thing is stuck, and that's sad to me. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, baby. That's too sad. I'm going to ignore it. I do love the journey of that. <laughs> Ew, gross. Oh, oh no. baby. I, I can't. Sorry. Bye. How <laughs> now? How nice. <laughs> I can't believe oh you remember God. that. That's very fun. Of um, course I do. <laughs> oh, you know, as always, Anna, these are so much. These are such a joy. I love an urban legend. They're so fun. It's a good way to keep us off the street. I keep can't us busy. Believe Lucy Lou had a very meaningful sexual experience with a ghost who then stuck around, and then she told a magazine. <laughs> she told either Star Magazine, Us Weekly, or Us Magazine, or Linda Ellerby with Nick Unbelievable. News. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all the scary spookiness for this week. The only Um, spooky thing left is for us to say, get out forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.